Whoa, look at all these books. Is Mr. Jacobs opening a new library? Shh, Sam is studying for something. Oh, is she opening a new library? I think she's cramming for a new job. Cramming, huh? Is it a job as a librarian? I don't know, Joel. Maybe a mad scientist. It's not very realistic, Travis. Sure, and opening a library is? Point taken. Let's listen in and see. I say, Dr. Olin, do you have this sample ready? Hold on, Dr. Ivy. Just gotta get the voltage right. There you are. One flip-flop. Dash it all! Who could that be? They're interrupting the Saturday morning experiments. Yes, who is it? We're extremely busy. Um, hello? I'm the new intern. Hoping to be a brilliant scientist. You responded to my email? She says she's an intern. Well, what does she want to turn into? Um, it's more like an assistant. Like, extra hand around the lab. I don't remember answering any emails. Do you? I answer all of my emails. It's the polite thing to do. That's why we have so much spam. You really should stop that. I know, but those princes in Nigeria are always asking for help. Um, can, can I come in? It's a little cold out here. It's almost summer. You'll live. Oh, okay. What do you think? Do we let her in? Only if she turns into something. That's my deal. Take it or leave it. Okay, I could turn into an old lady. Ooh, that's new and exciting. Actually, it would be old and... Well, I guess the elderly can be exciting if they want to be. Go ahead, turn into something, my dear. Well, it's going to take a while, like 50 years or so. <laughs> we can wait. I made popcorn with my new invention. It's going to be pretty boring to watch. That's all right. I was bored as soon as this conversation started. Goodbye. No, wait, I have something else. It's a radio program. Oh, she knows us pretty well. You know, we do love a good radio program. She might not be a bad assistant after all. What do you mean? She's not even able to turn into an old lady without making it boring to watch! Please? Fine. Look, lady, we'll let you in. But first, you have to prove you've got a good program to play for us. No problem. I'll hold the radio up to the intercom. Turn it up. Turn it up. Hey, kids. Shh. Sorry, Mr. Jacobs, but we have to be quiet. Sam's doing some research. Oh, right, right, right. What is she researching? We don't know, but it's pretty important. Look at all of the books. Yeah, I've never needed that many books in my life. Well, not at the same time anyways. All right, guys, I'm taking a break. You don't have to be quiet. Good, that was getting old really fast. Yeah, Ivy and I were thinking of taking up sign language for a while there. Sorry, guys. I do appreciate you trying to keep it down for me. That's okay, but what are you studying for? Yeah, do you have a big test coming up? Kind of, Olin. But this is more for a job than for a class I'm taking. Looking to get out of the delivery business? Yeah, with everything going back to kind of normal, and with Christmas not being for months, the delivery business isn't really booming right now. And I was hoping I could get a summer job for the college. A school job? Over the summer? But aren't schools closed? Sure, but there are summer classes. And I was thinking I could sign up to be an assistant for a class I aced last fall. So. What's with all the books? I don't just get the job if I have good grades. I have to have an interview and everything. Interview? Like on the news or something? Not quite, Olin. A job interview is when you go in to talk with the people you will be working for, and they ask questions to see how much you know and if you're the kind of person they think will be good for the job. Okay, so what's with all the books? I'm just brushing up on everything I learned in class. 
I want to be sure that when they ask me a question, I have the answer. First impressions and all that. Makes sense to me. Yeah, kind of. Would it bother you if we listened to a radio program while you worked? Nah, like I said, I could use a break. Start her up. Hey Sam, can I ask you something? Sure, Ivy, what's up? Back when we were talking about you getting ready for your interview, you said something about first impressions, and I wasn't really sure what that means. Oh, that's just from a saying. First impressions are lasting impressions. Oh, yeah. My Uncle Greg does impressions. He can do all sorts of sounds like cows and pigs and dump trucks. <laughs> That's not exactly the impressions we're talking about, Owen. Wait, there's more than one kind of impression? Well, it's a bit complicated. You see, back in the day when someone wanted to make something official, they would put a mark on something by pressing their special stamp to something like wax. Kind of like those Play-Doh stamps? That's a good comparison, IVS. This mark, or impression, would show that this document was the real deal. In other words, they wanted to make a good impression. Right, so the person who made the stamps wanted to do a good job so people who saw the marks would know how good they were at it. I'm not sure what this has to do with Sam's study. Think about it. Sam wants to do her best to show how good she is at something. And if she does, it will be like a stamp maker making a good stamp. It's a good impression. And those people will be impressed. Exactly. Oh, I didn't make the connection until right then. You're trying to impress them. Right. The thing is, the first time you meet someone usually is the best time to impress them the most, which is what that old saying was explaining. So what does this have to do with my uncle's impressions? I don't think that's important right now, Olin. Oh. Don't worry, Olin. I think it might come up later. So anyway, I'm just working hard so when I go in for the interview, I can make sure that they see I know what I'm talking about and I'm pretty awesome and they should hire me. I'm sure you won't have to work hard to show them that. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Jacobs. Huh, interesting. What's up, Ivy? It's just that, I mean, haven't you told us to be humble before? This whole thing with Sam trying to impress these people does sound like she's bragging a little bit. Hmm, good point, Ivy. It does seem that way. But you know, the Bible tells us in verses like 1 Peter 2.12, Matthew 5.16, and Proverbs 22.1, that having people say good, you know what? I might have a script that might help us with this point. Oh, good. I thought you were gonna go into another lesson about impressions again. <laughs> I'll be right back. Take your time. We'll listen to the radio while we wait. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the royal drama, The Bad Ambassador, an adapted biblical teaching about reputation. Once upon a time in the royal kingdom of Duckberry, there was a king. Your Royal Highness Oswald VII, if you please, sir. His Royal Highness had... You didn't finish. His Royal Highness Oswald the... Look, sire. If we keep saying your name over and over, this drama is going to be a pain to listen to. Very well. For the duration, you may refer to me in a shortened manner. Thank you, your most gracious highness. <clears throat> anyway, the king had many duties around his kingdom. So many, in fact, he had to hire servants to do some of them for him. What would you have me do, your highness? Foreign relations are very important. My friend, the Queen of Pendolin, and I have had visits back and forth, but I'm afraid these old bones aren't what they used to be. 
I will send you to her instead as my ambassador. You represent me in neighboring kingdoms. You mean I'll be as powerful as you? Eh, not really. But you will represent me in my kingdom. Your words and actions will be as my own. Sweet! And so the ambassador traveled across the fields and glades to the nearby land of Tenderland, where she was greeted warmly by Queen Rosalind. That's Queen Rosalind IV, protector of the holy relics. Please, your highness, the titles. Oh, very well. As long as they don't forget who I am. Yeah, yeah, you're the queen. Blah, blah. When's dinner? I'm hungry, and I'm not seeing a feast fit for a king, which, if I need to remind you, is who I represent. My good gracious! That is no way to talk to a queen. Eh, whatever. Can I get your Wi-Fi password? My service ain't so good here. Wi-Fi? They don't have Wi-Fi in this story, Ambassador. Figures. What a backward kingdom. You got a story about starships or something? That was last week. Oh well, I guess I'm stuck in this dump. What are you looking at, toots? Guards, prepare my carriage. I have an ultimatum to deliver to my ex-friend, His Royal Highness Oswald VII. A what? It wasn't long before the king found himself with a very angry foreign queen at his doorstep. Your Royal Highness Oswald VII, consider this a declaration of war. War? But why Queen Rosalind IV, protector of the holy relics? Guys. Please. Just because you don't like titles doesn't mean we have to care. We're royalty. So what's this all about? You have shown me great disrespect. You barge into my home, demanding things and treating me as your servants. What else did you expect? I did what? I tell you I did no such thing. Perhaps not yourself, but your ambassador did, and she represents you in my court. If this is how you truly feel about me and my lands, perhaps this alliance was a mistake. I have other neighbors who would treat me as a cherished friend, not a bin of rubbish. Good day. Rosalind, I mean Queen Rosalind, protector of the holy relics, come back. But it was no use. The queen would have nothing to do with the king, and it was all because of the ambassador soiling his reputation. And do I have words for her upon her return? The moral is that if we call ourselves Christians, we are representing God here on earth. If we share God's love with others and show him working in our lives, people will take notice and grow to love him more. If we treat each other badly, on the other hand, they will see our behavior and not want anything to do with God. After all, how could anyone fall in love with a king whose servants act like jerks? All right, I think I'm ready. All studied up, Sam? Yep, I think I've got a pretty good shot at getting this job. Great, and even if you don't, the fact you did your best is proof enough that you have what it takes. Is that from a motivational tape or something, Mr. Jacobs? Something like that. <laughs> I guess I'll take it. You kids all right? You've been really quiet lately. Yeah, you haven't said much of anything since the script about the king and queen. I mean, yeah, I guess we're okay. I just didn't realize. Yeah. What he's trying to say is we didn't realize that, you know, the people were watching us to see what God was like. And we've blown it. I see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not perfect. 
I've been mean before, I've hurt people, and I've lied and cheated. It was bad enough that people knew I did that, but now we're finding out that people think that's what God is like? I've really let him down. We've let him down. That's true. We all have. Romans 3.23 tells us that everyone has done something wrong in their lives and come up short when it comes to being like God. Great. So what are we supposed to do then? Well, as always, when you read a downer verse like that, it's good to read the verses around it to get some context. And what do those verses talk about? They share the good news that even though we all mess up, if we believe in Jesus and what he has done for us, he takes away our mess ups and helps us to start fresh. As it says in other verses like 2 Corinthians 5, if anyone trusts in Jesus, they become a new person. The old baggage is gone and they can start fresh on their new reputation. Well, that sounds good, but does the Bible have any examples? Oh, plenty. Zacchaeus, Paul, and the disciple Peter all had done terrible things. But when they went to Jesus, he took away their old reputation and gave them a second chance to live for him. Does that help any? Yeah, I feel a lot better now. Thanks, guys. No problem. Well, time to head out for the interview. Pray for me, guys. You got this, girl. Bye. So, you guys thinking of hanging out some more? I'm actually going to go, too. I was going to go meet Kyle and Everett at the park. Can I come, too? Or is this a boys-only thing? Sure. Just let me turn off the radio first. I guess I don't have to ask, then. Thanks, kids. 